Hello and welcome to the Butt Show. You look so happy. You have a butt glow. I'm Daniel Butt, and on this episode, I'm going to tell you what I know about bones. I haven't done any research. As always, I'm talking out of my butt. Okay. Bones are the building blocks of the skeletal structure inside most animals, except for things like bugs and lobsters, which have their skeletons on the outside. The building blocks of those exoskeletons are not bones, they're just hard skin. That's why you can step on a bug and squish it, but you can't step on a younger sibling with the same effect. Because humans, and mammals, and reptiles, and birds, and fish, and whatever weasels are, all have internal skeletons made of bones. Bones are created when the calcium in milk dries up. All the wet parts of the milk go into your bloodstream or come out as pee, leaving calcium deposits behind. These calcium deposits clump together into the empty spaces around your muscles and organs, forming unique bone structures. This is why it's important to breastfeed babies while their bones are still forming, especially the soft spot on their skulls. It's easy for mammals to get bone-creating milk because mammals produce milk of their own or know how to get into a grocery store. Other animals, however, have to find unattended milk in the wild. That is why bird bones are hollow, for example. They never get enough milk to form solid, thick bones like mammals have. Or this is why fish have bones that are so small, many people eat them by mistake. The saying, don't cry over spilled milk, is in reference to this. If you spill some milk, don't worry about it and let it be. Some animal who can't make its own milk will come and happily drink it up to strengthen its bones. You can tell a lot about a person by the chemical composition of their bones. First and foremost, you can tell what kind of milk they drink, from skim milk all the way up to buttermilk by its calcium level. You can also tell what other foods and drinks they ingest. For example, Oreos are usually dunked in milk so fragments of Oreos frequently end up in people's bones. Milk is also usually added to coffee, so you can tell how much coffee someone has drunk by examining their bones. You can also tell who is Irish and who is not, because Bailey's has milk in it. People with high amounts of Bailey's in their bones on the day after St. Patrick's Day are not Irish. They are trying too hard. Bones can break. They can develop small hairline cracks but these heal relatively quickly as soon as the cracks are filled in with more dry calcium from milk. A complete fracture, where a bone snaps into two or more pieces, takes a lot more calcium to fill in. And this is why doctors will put broken limbs into casts. Since bones only exist in the empty spaces between capillaries and muscles, encased within our loose bags of skin, a broken bone can easily drift out of place. Some people are born with more than ten fingers. This happens when a finger breaks during the pregnancy, and drifts off somewhere else in the hand, because a doctor isn't in there to put a cast on. Meanwhile, the calcium from the mother continues to accumulate where the finger would normally be, and that finger grows back in time for birth. The broken piece of the old finger hangs out on the side of the hand. When someone is being straightforward with you, they may say, no bones about it. This was originally the rallying cry of the lactose intolerant. Since bone regeneration depends on milk intake, People who cannot drink milk or eat cheese have no recovery option for a broken bone. But they won't let it get them down. That's the power of positive thinking. So they say, no bones about it, in reference to statements that are undeniable and good, and turn what could be a debilitating condition into a mark of pride. Teeth 
are the only bones in your body that are not bones, while the rest of your bones are made of calcium, teeth are made of enamel, and enamel does not naturally occur in milk, juice, water, alcohol, soda, or Gatorade. The first dentist could not find any naturally occurring source of enamel, in fact, so they decided to use whatever seemed the closest. Most dentists decided on silver, but there are more fancy dentists who will use gold, and cosmetic dentists will use porcelain. If you really want to fix a broken tooth, though, you will want some enamel. And this is where the tooth fairy comes in. You may have wondered how the tooth fairy can afford to leave quarters and silver dollars for all the teeth of all the children in all the world. And the truth of the matter is that the pure enamel of the tooth is worth much, much more than that. The tooth fairy collects all these teeth and melts them down into a slop of enamel, which she sells to black market dentists for upwards of $100 per gram. These black market dentists will fill your cavities with real human enamel, but it'll cost you. And the tooth fairy passes only a fraction of that income back to the children whose teeth she takes. And that's all I know about bones. This episode has been brought to you by Henry's Motorboards. Hey everybody, it's spring and graduation season is around the corner. All right. Whether you're graduating from high school or graduate school, uh-huh. you're going to need a mortarboard hat to fit in with your peers and block the summer sun. Okay. Because you've been cooped up inside writing papers and taking tests. Hey. This year, don't settle for an overpriced mortarboard that you'll never wear again. Instead, get one of Henry's motorboards. It's the propeller beanie of graduate apparel. Each square hat conceals a tiny motor underneath that spins the entire thing around on top of your head, ensuring you'll stand out in your parents' video of the ceremony. Many thanks to Henry's motorboards for sponsoring the butt show. All right, that wraps up this episode. To submit a topic for a future episode or listen to previous episodes, go to the butt show. Dot com. Take care, everyone.